Crofty and Grado hear the stories behind some of Glasgow's best-loved restaurants. This will be our eighth year, but it feels like we've been ingrained. We've just been, like, the whole community have just wrapped their arms around us, so it feels like we've always been here. Everybody knows you babies. Crofty samples the vegan options. You've got your own vegan menu. We have. And I think that says it all. And Grado samples everything else. Now you're at your comfort zone. Mm -hmm. I've got you octopus salami. Before the ultimate test, the Dougie bag. Real and tuna sauce, that's unusual. Episode 3 at Eusebi's is available now. Search for Rate the Plate wherever you get your podcasts with Glasgow Taxis. Trusted by the people of Glasgow for over 59 years. The Go Radio Football Show. The countdown to the new season is underway. Let's go! And we know the new season is coming close because Barry Ferguson's back from holiday. Good evening, Barry. How are you doing, Paul? Good, you're looking very, very well. Were you in one of the Greek islands? Was it okay? Yeah, yeah, it was. Um, thankfully, we were we were okay, but it's, it's horrible watching what's happening in roads. Um, there's a lot of, obviously, worry um, how people are, are going to get home, but... Yep, I had a wee week break, enjoyed myself and, and looking forward, Paul, to the start of the season. And you met listeners over there as well. I know Campbell, for example, was straight in. Barry, I loved you as a player and uh, also he listens to the programme. So. Yep, yep, I get that quite often, Paul. It's good to hear that, not just me, but the yep. pundits that we've got on Go Radio um, are very knowledgeable uh, people. They know their football inside out. Um, so, as I said, we break there now looking forward to the, the start of the season because... Um, Obviously, Rangers have made a number of signings. Celtic have brought in a couple of players uh, today and don't be surprised if there's another three or four players coming in for Celtic as well. Yep, the headlines today, Celtic have finally signed the two South Korean players. More in a moment, the two five-year deals. And there's a photo of someone else, and is it Mike Navroki, the defender? More of that coming soon. And Rangers, out the hat today, we now know who Rangers are going to play in the third qualifying round for the Champions League. Barry Servette of Switzerland, Genk of Belgium what do you think of the draw yeah well you're going to come up against decent teams Paul yeah. in the qualification rounds um, that's always been the case it was a, the case when I was um, a player at, at Rangers um, uh, they're, they're, they're always good teams good players good managers and if you look at Genk for instance they're, they're in a decent league they've got Anderlecht Antwerp Club Bruges Ghent and then if you look at Servette in the Swiss League Young Boys FC Zurich Basel Grasshoppers teams like that so um, they're good teams both from finished second in their, their leagues um, last season so yep Rangers need to be bang at it um, they've got four games to try and make sure they get into the the Champions League group stages because I think it's so important a club of Rangers size um, does at least play in the Champions League so the first leg either against Genk or Servette will be on the 8th or 9th mm -hmm. so that's what two weeks time and then the second leg on the 15th of August. Yep, there's a yep. lot made about it. Do you prefer playing away first uh, yeah. or, or home? Listen, that, that didn't bother me one bit. No. It's two games that you've got to win. Mm. It's as simple as Did that. Did you have a slight preference? No. Away first? No, no. listen, yeah. I, I never you hear quite a few people say, no, I prefer to play away from home first. It never bothered me. The most important thing is you make sure you win the game over the, the, the two legs and make sure you get into the next qualification um, stage and then that's when the, the, the pressure's going to be really on um, Rangers. But first of all, they've still got a bit of pre-season to go. Um, they've still got a few games. Obviously, they play Kilmarnock and then they go into play um, either um, Genk or, or Servette. Yep. As I said, that will be um, 
they'll be good teams with good players Paul so Rangers should expect a, a tough game if you want to speak to Barry you know the number 0808 17 17 700 or join the conversation at Go Football Show unless he's gone to the Middle East in the meantime uh, we're going to talk Celtic in a second too but what about Kylian Mbappe this offer so he's on what he's on a million a week at the moment at PSG they've accepted the offer of 259 million from the Saudi club and he's going to get is it 11 million a week if he accepts it. Yeah, that's what's been reported. What? It's ridiculous numbers, Paul. Don't get me wrong, the, the guy's world class. Yeah. I mean, he, he's brilliant to, to watch. Um, and it'll be interesting to see where he ends up. He's, he's certainly not going to play with PSG this season. No. They've made it clear. Um, they want to sell him. So, yep, the money that's getting thrown about in the, the Saudi League um, at this moment in time is, is scary, let's obscene. be honest. Yeah. Well, I'm saying obscene, you're saying scary. Uh, and Real Madrid that's where he wants to go but it's it's a dilemma if, if somebody came and said that kind of money what would you do 08 08 17 17 700 as we look at Celtic today signing Hyun Jun Yang and Kwon Hyuk Ki from South Korea both on five year deals Barry what do we know about them different kinds of players quite young Kwon for example he's a big lad yeah the, the, decent sizing but I've spoken about it over the last few months Paul it's one thing if you look at Celtic I mean they've got real good football players but they do lack a bit of physicality in terms of size um, and these these are two young players um, one 21 one 22 maybe they're looking to the future but I still expect Celtic to, to go and spend a bit of money Paul and bring in w- well known proven yeah. um, players who have played at a, a real good level look these two guys might turn out to be um, right good signings you just look at the the way that Celtic used the market last year in the Japanese league and these guys have come over Mieda, Kyogo and, and Hitati I mean they're, they're brilliant finds um, they did cost a bit of money but no over the top sure. so it is a it is a, an area um, that I'm sure not just Celtic but a lot of teams will be looking at and it looks as though they have signed Mike Navrocki. Hasn't been announced yet. A footballer playing at uh, Legia Warsaw. But he was a product of the Werder Bremen Academy, wasn't he? So he was German-born, but qualifies for Poland. He's an under-23 international. Yep, and um, it's one area of the pitch we've spoke about again on the show that I think that's an area that Celtic will look to, to strengthen. Um, right through the spine of the team, if you're asking my opinion, I think it's a... Yeah. a centre back a central midfielder mm-hmm. and another um, centre forward I see your big pal because you played with him at Birmingham he got a bit of stick he fumbled the ball last week I'm going to ask you about this big Joe Hart so mm. do you see another keeper coming in not in the back of that one mistake but do you need as a good keeper and he is a great keeper do you need someone else who's chasing that jersey yeah you, you always need competition whether it's as a goalkeeper or anywhere on the pitch Paul um, for me I think um I think Joe Hart's still a, a top goalkeeper and I, w- I wouldn't read too much into it. Look, he made a couple of mistakes last season. He made the mistake in that friendly game. Yeah. But listen, I, I think it'll be hard to try and get a replacement into the same quality as Joe Hart. Football Scotland says that Spartak Moscow are preparing to make a bid for Carl Starfelt at Celtic. You know, there is a narrative you expect. I think we all do Celtic to make some big signings over the next couple of weeks. We're only, what, two weeks away from the big kickoff. Mm-hmm. Um, would you expect? There will be more, I would imagine, in the next couple yeah, of weeks. Yeah, I have no doubt in my yeah. mind. I mean, I've spoke to a few Celtic uh, fans over the last couple of weeks and they are concerned. But listen, you've got to remember, it's 
not just a case of you go and bid for a player, Paul. You've got to go through agents. You've got to agree transfer fees, salaries. Um, but I do think Brendan Rodgers um, I'll be working hard in the background to, to reinforce um, the Celtic team who were so dominant last season yeah. Celtic are back from Japan a win at the weekend there's no point going off for too much but Burnaby getting the, the winning goal late on for Celtic Rangers winning 2-1 against Hamburg I was asking in the office shall we go through the games but pre-season what's your experience of pre-season football? Making sure you you get through every single session and you play as many minutes as you can. Um, I don't look too far into results. Um, I mean, there was a few pre-season games, but, uh, games, Paul, if you had six during the pre-season, you lost a couple, you drew a couple, you won a couple, um, your form wasn't great, but the most important thing is you get through pre-season um, as a, a professional football player. So I don't look too much into the results or the performances. In terms of Rangers, listen, it's it's just I like the fact I've done quite a bit of business really early. Um and it looks to me they're going to continue to do that as well. Well, Danilo, the it's not going away, is it? They're no. saying a seven million euro, so six million pounds maybe, almost six million from Feyenoord. Yeah, but I mean he's one player that Michael Beale looks to be desperate to get in. No doubt about that. Obviously they went in with two or three bids, Paul. Um and obviously with Sholak going um to Parma. Um, it was it was really important that they they brought another striker and great as he came our roof get a few minutes at the weekend, um, but Danilo, again, I've only seen him like everybody else on internet highlights. He, he does look a a really good player, um, but I'm always reluctant. I wait till the season starts and see. That's when the pressure is on you, um, and when you certainly play with Rangers. Um, you're under pressure to win every single game you play in. Connor's been on from the city centre, a young Rangers fan. He's on the socials at Go Football Show, and he says, "I see that when Danilo comes, he reckons he is coming. Yep. It's going to be Van Hoydonk taking over at Feyenoord. Did you see that? It's the son of Pierre Van Hoydonk. So, yeah, well, he was a he was a good player. I played against him a few. I, I played yeah. against him when he was he went back to Feyenoord with Rangers. Of course, actually, in the Champions League qualifier. That was yeah. Connor's first game. He remembers. That's why he mentioned. Yeah, um, and if I remember. I think he scored a free kick or two free kicks in that game. Yep. Um, no, he was a he was an excellent player, and if Danilo turns out half as good, I think Rangers have got a right good player in their hands. Some good news then for Celtic. Cameron Carter Vickers back to full training today, Barry, and that's that's huge for Celtic. Such an important player. I think he's he's on a par with Callum McGregor as the two most important players at Celtic. I know Kyogo gets all the goals and the plaudits and rightly so but I think um, Callum McGregor and him signed up in a new five year contract was um, a brilliant piece of business but Carter Vickers let's be honest um, watching him last year he was an absolute man mountain at the back for Celtic It's important for Scotland Celtic fans I think we'd love to see Kieran Tierney coming back it's not going away Barry um, It's not going away uh, I don't know if I would like to see him <laughs> coming back because look I've spoken about Kieran Tierney many times. Paul, for me, I think he's a top-class player. And it baffles me. I know he's had a few niggly injuries at Arsenal, but it baffles me why he's not one of the first picks. And you see, he said at the weekend, I didn't miss one game through injury last well, season. Well, that's interesting. Uh -huh. I didn't yep. see that, obviously. So, yep. And that's that obviously stood out because I thought, oh, mm. he's, he's given a message. Hey, yeah, I didn't but miss if, he, if he yeah. becomes available, 
there'll be a number of clubs in the Premier League desperate to get them yeah. um, and also Celtic would, would love to get them but listen it's going to come down to finances mm-hmm. um, no doubt about it um, as I said he's he's brilliant to watch he's a, he's a throwback um, that's what I always say about him he's got a brilliant attitude um, and I think he's a, a top football player as well while you've been away, I know you were only away a week or so there, there have been so many players. It started with Ruben Neves before you went. Jota, what, two weeks ago. There's so many younger players now mm-hmm. going to the Middle East. Could this be to our advantage in Scotland in that so many players could go to the Middle East and we could attract more players, maybe short term. For example, a Kieran Tierney say, I'll come back, I'll do one season, Champions League, do it for Celtic, his boyhood club. And then he could go for, you know, the amounts of money being offered... Mm-hmm is mind-blowing. No, Could it be a different model now? Um, it, it could be. First and foremost, I'm not going to knock a player that's, that's going to Saudi Arabia, Paul. Short career. Yeah, it's, and you never know what's round the corner in terms of you could have one twist on the pitch and your career could be over. Um, these guys are getting offered mega money um, and I think if MD's put in their shoes, they would, they would do the same thing. Will it benefit... Rangers are Celtic, who, who knows? Um, and again, I'm reluctant to, to criticise the Saudi league because uh, I, I want to see how it goes over the next couple of years. We've spoke about it before again, Paul. You look back to the Chinese league mm-hmm. 10, yep. 12 years ago when they were throwing mad money about as well and that kind of went pear-shaped. Um, so it'll be interesting to see what happens to the Saudi league. But for me, they're, they're attracting a, a Top quality players over there. Guys who have played at a high, high level. And I'll throw one of the names at you. You've always liked him, Jack Henry. So he apparently, yeah. mm-hmm. uh, he could be on his way to Saudi Arabia as well. Uh, Stephen Gerrard wants him. Yep. Um, I, again, another player that I think um, has grew over the last couple of years. Um, he, he's went um, went abroad. I, I like that when a young player goes and does that. Um, uh, went and played in Italy as well. And I think when he's played with Scotland, Paul, I think he's been... Mm-hmm. He's been really solid and and commanding. Um, so I, I think you're going to see quite a number of players make the move across to to the Saudi league. And someone you saw many times, Moussa Dembele was a great player at Celtic. Went to Lyon. It's been a funny few years for him, isn't it? His contract's up now. He's mm-hmm. left, and apparently he could be on his way to. Well, he's at What a signing that as in a free transfer. Yeah. And I'm surprised that not many more clubs have been interested in him. But I've been interested to see because he's not played a hell of a lot of football, Paul. Um, over the last couple of years um, and listen he, he just needs a move to reignite his career again because listen he's he's definitely a quality player you could see that when he was he was up in the, the Scottish League um, he was um, very powerful could score goals technically um, very good as well so yep um, he, he's a right good sign in a free transfer What about Fashion Sakala? We haven't mentioned his name for ages with so many people coming in and going and came our roof back in but I see he scored four Rangers at the weekend and made the penalty Yeah I was just about to say that yep and uh, again he he splits decision I I like him listen he's a bit erratic at times there's there's no doubt about that Um, that's something that I'm sure Michael Beale and the coaching staff will be working hard on but he's got genuine raw pace Paul and defenders hate that that's what he's got. Um, is he going to be a starter for Rangers? I, I doubt it. But as an impact player, 
I would I would um, have him about the place. Is it a bit like Maeda, who, as you know, scored a hat-trick in Japan last week? And Brendan Rodgers said, I like him through the middle as well. Mm-hmm. Now, he's not going to overtake um, Furuhashi, but is there something, is there a similarity between the two, between Maeda and Sakala, the way they, they've got lightning pace, but sometimes not sure where the ball's going to end up? Yeah, but you, I mean, I've played with players like that, and they're brilliant yeah. to have players like mm-hmm. that. I mean, one thing about the two players that you mentioned there, Sakala and Maeda, one thing they do is they work their backside off for their, their, their team. Um, they always give 100%, and that's all you can ask. Are they a bit erratic? And as you say, when they hit the byline, um, yeah. the cross is over hit or goes over the bar or they, they snatch at chances. But for me, Sakala's been a um, a good Rangers player and he scored some important goals. And um, as I say, I would, I would have him. Um, about the place and at your old club Tom Lawrence is back and some of the other players are saying it's like a new signing if they can get him back because he did really well early last yeah, season yeah he did he stood yeah. out um, as I said I, I seen quite a bit of Tom Lawrence uh, when he was at Dad because yeah. of the Wayne Rooney scenario and the deduction of the points and he was a captain down there and, and certainly he, he stood out for, for Derby um, and then at the start of the season last year he, he looked apart Um so it will be like a new signing because he's not played a lot of football um, for, for Rangers. So there's, they're really competitive for middle to front just now, Rangers. If they're going to bring in Danilo and Shefentes as well, who mm. it looks to me they've already agreed a pre-contract with him, but I'm sure they're trying to get that over the line to bring him in before the start of the season. So I love the competition for places just now. Um, that's what you need if you want to be successful because you've got to be on your toes when you look at the side of the pitch. When you see guys on the bench, if you don't perform, you're out of the team. You mentioned a few months ago Rangers' wage bill was maybe about £100,000 to £150,000 a week of players who weren't playing. Is that freeing up some of the money now with... OK, I know Morelis was playing, Kent was on big money, he did play obviously, but some of the others who've now gone and may still go, because it's quite a bit of cash they're shelling out this summer. Yeah, there is, but I still think there's going to be a few players going out. Mm-hmm. Scott Wright's not be confirmed yet. Um, they'll get a bit of money in for him. I think Glenn Kamara, it looks to me, of. Yeah, he's going to go down to England Sholak just went out the door last week yep. um, so they are um, bringing in a bit of money and all, obviously they're shelling out a bit of money so they've got there's got to be a bit of balance no doubt about that um, and as I said I think you'll see another two or three Rangers players come in but also on the flip side of that I think you'll see another two or three going out the door A former Rangers player who died today the Birmingham City legend Nottingham Forest England striker uh, Trevor Francis just 69 years old that was really sad news that came in this afternoon yeah I bumped into him a couple of times um, when I played down in England with Birmingham in the mm-hmm. Premier League um, and listen he, he played over in Italy he was the first million pound player he scored the winning goal for Nottingham Forest in the European final um, and it's 69 um, it was a bit of a surprise to, to see that but he came up I think his career was coming to the end when yeah. he, he joined Rangers uh, Paul I was a only a young boy but again I was I'd met him then because obviously my brother was playing with Rangers and I would go in there in some of my my school holidays um, so yep sad news but he was a fine fine player he was such a cultured player yep. uh, as I remember I remember driving him home he left in Bothell for a wee while and we were over in Poland with Rangers came back and somebody said oh you're Bothell so and he asked me in the car how do you think I'm playing for Rangers Trevor Francis and I last saw him at an Eagles concert he was a guest our mm. guest because he's a big pal of Paul Carrick who was a brilliant artist who was on with them. So, the late, great Trevor Francis. You just need to look at some of the clubs he played with, Paul. Um, and then at that time, going over to Serie A, you had Sunis and 
Trevor Francis at Sampdoria. Um, we were talking about it in the office, and then AC Milan had yeah. Mark Cately and, and Ray Wilkins. And it's funny they came a, up against each other. Yeah, what a player he was. He was, wasn't he? I remember him at that time. Oh, I, yeah. I used to love watching him. Yeah. But sad news again, he's not with us anymore no, either. Indeed. Yep. He so, came in and worked with us in Scott Sport. Yeah, he was a, he yeah. was a phenomenal football player, Paul. He he could handle the ball, take the ball in any situation. Brilliant range of passing as well. Oh eight, oh eight, seventeen, seventeen, seven hundred. Barry's here. The Go Radio Football Show. The countdown to the new season is underway. Let's go. Thanks, Chris. This is Paul Cooney on the Go Radio Football Show with the Rangers, Scotland legend, Blackburn Rovers, Birmingham City. And, yep, should have been even more caps for Scotland. 40, how many, Barry? I don't know why I'm mentioning the caps. Mm. 42 caps, was it? No, 45. 45, OK. Reagan's on the line. I'll tell you, Reagan would know how many caps you have. Good evening, Reagan. Paul, pleasure to have me on. Yeah, pleasure, Reagan. Can I tell you something just before we get your question? Do you know, we've teamed up with Alea Glasgow to give you and everyone else the chance to win up to £250 to spend in the brand new relaunched sports bar. Barry is sitting there buzzing, looking forward to this. It's open every Friday and Saturday from 6pm to 6am and early in the afternoon for the major sporting fixtures. It's the perfect place to follow your team this season. Right, head to thisisgo.co.uk to register and you could be playing this Friday on the Go Radio Football Show. Barry sounds brilliant, doesn't it? Yeah, but I don't know if I could last to six in the morning, Paul. I'm getting too old for that now. Reagan, Reagan, you knew he had 45 caps. How many appearances for Rangers? No, I'm not going to put you on the spot. How are you? It's been a crazy old weekend. So I know you're getting excited now for the start of the season proper. What are you thinking about your club Celtic? I'm Paul, I'm 40. I mean, Celtic are doing their business. Pretty, uh, pretty quietly but like I said before Brendan Rodgers is back so I'm expecting some big transfer news as well and I'm, I've been told that Brendan is pretty stiff on this new Polish centre back so yeah I'm, I'm looking forward to the brand new season I'm looking forward to getting along to the ball tomorrow I'm going along to see for, uh, Fogrick and Dundee United in the League Cup so yeah uh, football is back yeah, that's a huge one tomorrow night with um, our own Stephen McGinn playing for Falkirk. They won at the weekend up against Dundee United. They finally got a win, Barry. What about Navrocki? You hear Reagan saying he's looking forward to seeing him. Young player. Yeah, will, the, will he fit in? Well, certainly get potential. Um, as I said, a good age as well, 22. Um, I, I'm sure, listen, Brendan Rodgers wouldn't have went from if he, mm. he never liked him. Um, the... the the last three signings, I know he's not over the line yet, the last three signings are pretty young. Um, but I do expect what Regan just mentioned there a minute or so ago, I do still expect him to bring in proven guys who have played um, a number of games um, at a high, high level. So I still think there's a fair bit of business to be done at Celtic over the, the, the next couple of weeks. Regan, you should have seen Barry's face 10 minutes ago when I said, well, you're away, the rumours about Kieran Tierney still don't go away. Nobody's saying he is coming, but it doesn't go away. What do you feel? Is there any chance that your former favourite will be back? I think that it was interesting, Paul, that Brendan actually spoke about it and he said, don't rule it out. Mm-hmm. So I think when a, a, a manager actually speaks about it, there might be some more truth in it than we actually think. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't, Paul, I don't know if there'll be too much wages, to be honest. I think Kieran Tierney's a great player, but I just think sometimes I think the wages can be a little bit too much. 
But you don't know if Kieran Tierney's maybe saying that to his agent, maybe I support Celtic and maybe, maybe, maybe this is what he wants to do. Yeah. So yeah, I don't know, but I, but I think he would be probably looking for a place in maybe Newcastle squad or something. Sure, and he could well be. We don't know. We'll find out. Yeah, soon, there'll Barry. be a number yeah. of teams, Paul, yeah. as, as I've said uh, previous. Um, he's a top quality player. I, I mean, it would be a massive coup for, for Celtic if they managed to to pull it out of the hat. Um, but I agree with Regan in terms of salary. Will be on massive money down there. Is that something that Celtic can can get to? I very much doubt that. Um, but if it did happen, Celtic would certainly be sending out a message with that that type of signing. Reagan, have you any thoughts? I know that Barry said, and we listened to him with his experience pre-season. Don't take too much from it. Celtic, a first uh, half hat trick, then losing six four. But in fact, you did say Barry, these are what's it like? They, they change round. You probably train. Yeah, but what you, what, what you find is these games at night they, they would have done a a difficult session in the morning that's what yeah. generally we done um, four of the first four or five pre-season games we would do a hard session in the morning go away um, get a sleep in the afternoon and come back and play a game and then you see a, a number of changes Paul as well virtually a, a, a different team in the, the second half the most important thing for professional players at this stage of the season is making sure you get through every single session and making sure you're clocking up minutes and um, you're you're peaking for the first game of the season. Regan, what are you most looking forward to? So where do you need to strengthen now? Now that we're, what, a week and five days away from kick-off? Um, I would say probably still need a wide guy probably uh, because I think as much as James Forrest has been good and I was uh, Brendan says that Tilio, the new guy, mm-hmm. he's injured for three months and Mikey Johnson's injured for three months so I, I think even maybe looking for a few weeks a few wide players maybe because I know that Abada's played well but you still need competition because Jota's away as well yeah. so I'd maybe be looking at a wide player and maybe a centre forward because I said on the show before Paul that I like O but I think that in terms of Kyogo I think he needs proper competition I think O would be good as a third striker and I think that's where Brendan will be trying to strengthen Yeah I agree I think they'll look to bring in Certainly a centre-back, it looks to me, if that's about over the line. Yep. I think somebody to replace Jota. And I think a central midfielder as well. Yep. Aaron Moy had to retire um, at the, the end of the season. Um, and Aye, I just need, think they need somebody in there beside Callum McGregor. And it gives Brendan Rodgers a chance to put his stamp on this team. You know... Uh, uh, Paul, I think it does. And I think it's a good thing for him as well because... Uh, Brendan, I mean, I think Brendan's improved as a manager for, for the last team, for the last time he was here, and I think that's only a good thing for Celtic as well because if Brendan can put his stamp on our team, look what he did down in England—he won the FA Cup. So uh, I think if he puts his stamp on this team, Celtic will do very well. Uh, I want to ask Barry one question, Barry. See in terms of Rangers in pre-season, uh-huh. have you been impressed with many of the players? Because for me, I think Seager and Jack Butland in that um, mm-hmm. to be your number one, I think it's a great bit of business because see in terms of all these new players coming in, I think Jack Butland's experience, he's the kind of Joe Hart kind of player that Celtic uh, got two years ago where mm-hmm. he can pass, it, pass on his experience. Mm-hmm. What well, One thing Regan I've been impressed about is how early they've done their, their business. They've, they've brought a, a number of players in, six players already. 
Um, so that tells me clearly that what's went on beforehand and I think over the next few days um, Regan you'll see Danilo come in and Chavantes as, as well from LA so uh, it's hard to tell in, in pre-season games but the most important thing for me is and we spoke about it on the show before the season end as a player it's so important for you to get in and get used to the, your teammates and get used to the surroundings because quite a lot of these players will, will never experience anything that they're going to experience sure. when the season <laughs> kicks off and that's for Rangers and Celtic September the 3rd Barry we're thinking about it already the old firm game yeah that's that's the first one that you yeah. you obviously look at the first game who who you play um, Celtic have got Ross County Rangers are away to Kilmarnock in the plastic pitch but the next one is when's the the old firm game and as you mentioned there September the 3rd that's going to be an absolute cracker four games into the season have you got a ticket for Reagan? <laughs> oh, you're not, no you're not allowed in Reagan yeah. for that one no I'm not allowed no, in Paul. I know, I'm not allowed in I might get a yeah. I might uh, I'm, no I'm I'm, I'm, no. I'm I'm only joking. No, um, I know, I know. Listen, maybe maybe the no. following season with both clubs, but I'll tell you what, here's an exclusive. We're going to be on live here on the Go Radio Football Show on that day. Barry will be here. There you go. Uh, I'll be tuning in. And there'll be a Celtic legend as well beside him. So that's just coming. What about Burnaby? So I see he scored on Saturday for Celtic. Do you think he's going to continue to improve? Um, I think Burnaby's an interesting one because I've seen his goal, Paul. Yep. He did very well for the goal. Um, I, I don't know if it's somebody that Brendan Rodgers can improve as I think as we've seen the last time he was here Brendan improved a lot of the players so hopefully Burnaby's one he can improve I don't know maybe if maybe change Burnaby into a, play more of a for, for a forward position like maybe a left wing position because Burnaby's very good going forward as to the, yeah. defensively the problem is Paul so I don't know if he'll try and move him forward to try and accommodate that because like you've seen on Saturday, I think his run to try and trap back was very good. And I think he's got very good attributes as well. But it's just a case of, I don't know if he's a, a very good left back. But I think if he does move forward, then he could be a good player. Yep, very slight player, Barry. It does take time coming from Argentina. Yeah, but so is Greg yeah. Taylor. Yeah, indeed. Yep. He's not the, mm. the, the biggest. And um, what a... What a signing he's turned out to be. Yeah. Um, he's probably up up there with Callum McGregor and Carter Vickers as the most consistent week on uh, week in week out. Um, so yeah, but he, I mean, this is a big season for him because he's, he's clearly um, he's not played as much. Um, he's had a few off field um, issues, a couple of niggly injuries. So second season, he needs to make sure he he, he shows up well because um, if he doesn't, he'll know Ben Brendan Rodgers' plans. Question for you, Reagan, and for Barry. I see Brendan Rodgers was speaking about the qualities of Abada, but he did say, I think we can get more out of him to be defensively, Aye. to go back and support. Would you agree with him? I think Abada's very good going forward, but I think it's the thing that Brendan enjoys is that pressing for the front. Mm -hmm. I think if Abada can improve in the pressing, then... I think he could be a very good player. I mean, um, I think he's moving forward. He's a very good player. He scored a lot of goals. So I think in terms of that, that moving back, well, I think Brendan can hopefully improve him. And I think he's spot on there because, to be honest, Paul, I thought Abada was one of the players that Celtic might try and move on this summer in terms of making their money. But they've already did that on Jota because they probably didn't expect Saudi Arabia to come in. But... Now that he's there, then I think Brendan can do his magic with Abada. Regan, great to hear you. We'll speak to you soon. 
Cheers, Paul. Cheers, thank you. Thanks very much. Great Celtic and Scotland supporter, Reagan. This time next year, Barry, hopefully we will be or have just have been to Germany for the Euros. No, hopefully we'll be there, Paul. We'll be there. Right. Yeah, I'm, I'm so confident. <laughs> uh, no, but listen, it's, yeah. I never like to go overconfident, but I, I've got to be honest with you. I'm really enjoying watching Scotland play. I think we've got some top quality players. Um, we've clearly got a right manager who the players love playing under. Um, I think when we need to dig in, we can dig in. But see, when we need to play football, Paul, and attack teams and score goals, we've got that. Um, so, yep, it's been a... What a transformation since Steve Clark's come in. Um, but again, if you look at the squad, the level that some of these players are playing at, it's the highest level. Um, down down in England, obviously, and you've got guys up here, and you've got guys in other leagues uh, as well. So, yep, um. I'm going to say I'm super confident we'll, we'll get love to it. Germany love it we will be there um, a young player who's great at Motherwell Max Johnson he's off to Sturm Graz yep. a decent move for him he showed yeah, up I, so well young player of the year yeah, yeah. I mean, and I think he deserved the young player of the year he, he was excellent for, for Motherwell um, when I seen them in highlights I seen a few live games and the young man certainly um, stood out I played with his dad Alan Johnson when he was at at Rangers, um, he was more of an attacking uh, player. Sticky was a, that's Sticky. what used to call him. Did you, Sticky, yeah. Good player, wasn't he? Yeah, he was. I remember him. Yeah. Sticky was a very good player. <laughs> but his son's definitely come on leaps and bounds. And he's another young guy. It's a, a way to a, a different league, a different country. Um, and fair play him for doing that. And hopefully that his career can kick on. We're off to Bathgate just after this. The Go Radio Football Show. The countdown to the new season is underway. Let's go. Let's go on the lines, Paul Cooney and Barry Ferguson. And George is on. Rangers fan in Bathgate. Good evening, George. How you doing, boys? All right? I think we're pretty good, Barry. Yep. Um, I'm all good. Good to hear George back on again. He speaks about his sense, George. So No, it's George in Bathgate. <laughs> <laughs> I'm being cheeky. George, how you, what's in your mind tonight? Uh, no, just sort of relaxed. I was going to speak yeah. about the game on Saturday, but just when yeah. you were speaking there, Barry, about um, the young lad that got to Stoom Gratz, Alan Johnson played in that game and we played, was it 2000? Yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, we were running up that night, I, was, I think it was uh, De Boer and all the guys, Michael Moles and that. Was, 5 0, I think it was, George. It was, I, yeah. I think it was. I think Moles scored definitely about three or four minutes, I'm sure I might be wrong, but mm-hmm. uh, I, that was a good night, there you go. But it was just about the game and Saturday, Barry. I think, I mean, I think I've been on a few times and I'm talking about we're asking Ron and I'm okay. I think the guy, I think he's got to become a right good player for us. Um, a, couple of, a couple of new guys have come in, look like they've settled in, but Kieran Dill for me and Saturday, Barry, I thought he looked unbelievable. I thought he looked like a right hard player. And it's maybe the kind of player we didn't actually think we had. And he's actually going to do that kind of job for us. I, kind of feel, I, would, I would say I kind of feel Kevin Thompson job for us. He's got to win the, win the ball, play the ball forward for us and that. I think he's, I think you could be a right good um, addition for the team, Barry. Aye, he, he certainly looked the part, but again, it's, I'm not going to get too carried away with him, George. It's still pre-season, but what I like about him is he's got a point to prove. He's obviously, he was out the team at, at Norwich. Um, he was desperate to come up at, up to Rangers. There's no doubt he's got, he's got um, good ability. Um, and from what I've heard and what I've seen in a short period of time he's been here, he certainly looks if he's going to be a, a good bit of business um, for Rangers. And, that, and we spoke about it just mm-hmm. before you come on, George. I love the competition for places in that midfield to forward area now. I think that's what they've needed. And there's good quality there. So if you don't produce the goods, I don't think you'll be in the team. 
George, how was Desers? What did you think? I, I thought it, it looks a lot bigger than I thought it was going to be potty, but honest, mm-hmm. um, I think, it's, like Barry says, it's pre-season. Let's see how these guys settle in. I keep on saying it. Mm-hmm. Uh, in three or four weeks' time, we might actually uh, playing our games and maybe even get back to Ibrox and see who they, they come up and then the Champions League games and things like that. So there's a while yet, but to be honest, the, the season we had last year, Paul, there's no time for settling in. They're sure. just good to hit the ground running. It's as simple as that. Um, but I think if we get, I still think there'll be a couple of more additions. I heard Barry saying there about the, the striker and the, the boy for America and that. Yeah. Uh, and I even think far by that, there's got to be a couple more coming in, just maybe uh, loan signings and things like that maybe possibly come in. But I've got to still reduce the numbers we've got to now. I think we could probably uh, let go another three or four. Uh, Paul, to be honest, just to get the team again, we want competition, but you don't want guys hanging on with no chance of getting a game. Sure, Barry, what do you think? So, Danilo probably on the way, Sifuentes, yeah, I think they're they're two certainties. Yep, Yep. I think Rangers are desperate to get the deal done um, now instead of waiting to to Christmas time. Um, So, I I think they two will be in over the next um, few days, Uh, and then I'm with Joe, I think there'll be another one, maybe, Um, and again. They obviously need to balance the books a wee bit. Yeah. That's natural mm-hmm. what happens because they've obviously brought a number of players in. And I think you'll see guys like, um, obviously Scott Wright, we're still waiting for that to be confirmed. I think Glenn Kamara. And don't be surprised if you see another one where it might raise a few eyebrows to somebody who you might not expect. Because, as I mentioned, you've got guys coming into the final year of your contract. Guys like Barisic, guys like Lindstrom. And you can't allow them to run down the contracts. If Rangers are no wanting them to be there, Michael Beale doesn't want them to be there, or they're no willing to commit, then Rangers need to cash in. See if it's somebody's last year. Do you not have to put them up for transfer almost? If they don't no, sign you, the you new deal. You need to deal. get them in yeah. and speak to them. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure that's the conversations have, have happened between Michael Beale and the, the players. If they're not willing to commit or they're not part of Michael Beale's squad going forward, then... They need to cash in because uh, they can't allow what happened to to Morelos and Kent. Certainly with Kent because they spent £7 million, Paul. And then you put on top of that his salary over the last three years. It's a lot of money to lose so I don't think they'll make that same mistake again. George, what about Sakala? Scored one and made the other one. He's the most frustrating player in the world, Paul. <laughs> I mean, I love the guy to bits. I really do. I love the guy to bits. But, I mean, I've seen him taking boys down controlling the ball absolutely perfect and then falling out of the and things like that like, um, but he's got some finish on him I mean the one he done up against Dundee United last year yeah. and things like that so he's a hard one to, to put your finger on but I think just going back to what Barry was saying nearly now we can't have our fingers burnt with these guys again Lundstrom and uh, guy, uh, Barisic and guys like that coming into last year and you just said about the boy Kieran Dill Kieran Dill from what I've heard anyway was quite desperate to sign with Rangers after they heard about what kind of club we can't well and that so You've got guys coming in desperate to play. See, for people just want to sit there and take a wage, you just need to get rid of them. We can't kind of get our fingers burnt again, Paul, with uh, giving people contracts or sitting about. It's just, we're, we're not in that kind of position. You can, maybe the, our rivals across the city have got a lot of money, but we've not got the kind of money we can just be doing that. Mm-hmm. Like, if you've got somebody sitting there um, who's really not going to be getting a game, you need, either need to replace them and get them out the door or get them on another contract. George, I would agree with you. And no matter how much money the club have, Barry, there's no use having people around that are not going to be part of the plans. No, and as I said, the conversations would have happened already. The guys know who are not going to be part of Michael Beale's uh, squad going going forward. Um, and I, I said it, Paul, I said that a few weeks ago, don't be surprised if you, you see a number of players going out the door. I said about Sholak. You did? Um, Are you I, sorry I, in some ways? 
Yeah, because I, I liked his attitude. Um, and listen, he, he scored goals, which is the hardest thing to do in football. But it was clear in my eyes that he, he wasn't Michael Beals type of um, player. Mm-hmm. Um, but listen, when he played with Rangers, he'd done one thing he'd done is work hard and he, he scored a few important goals. Um, so it wasn't a surprise to me. But again, I think you'll see a, one or two other players uh, go out the door that he maybe wouldn't have thought would have been sold. Ben Davies featured at the weekend because he's one that could go, isn't he? That was the yeah. He's one. Yeah. I, I mean, I know you're speaking about Ben Davies. Here, oh. I hope Touchwood. I know he's come through every session in pre-season. I hope John Suter because I, I think he's a. I think he's an outstanding um, centre back, John Suter. Um, he's got a physical presence about him now. He, he can handle the ball, good pace. I just hope that he can remain injury free because I, I, I think he's if he's fit. He's um, he's going to be playing in Michael Beale starting eleven. George, what's your view of John Suter? Aye, John Suter's a cracking big defender, and I heard the boy saying inside he likes to take the ball out. It's not like mm-hmm. uh, Big Bigera taking the ball out and going to mad ones, but he takes the ball out and draws fouls. I see people gets us forward and things like that. If we can keep the guy fit, I think he'll probably be one of the ones that's there all the time. Because you're talking about Ben Davis, and I don't know if Barry agree with me, but when folks' confidence gets shattered, it's the hardest thing to get it back to them. And I think that's what happened to the big guy. He's just his confidence got shattered in a couple of games and I don't know if he maybe needs to go somewhere else and just find, find, his, find his, um, his career again because I think it really did get shattered in a couple of games last season and I thought the big guy was looking alright but I think it's quite hard to, to come back. It's a bit like um, we had you. I watched we had you in a couple of games there and I thought they didn't look fit and then just after the after the window there, just after the, like these last couple of games, I thought we had you look really fit, quite confident and things like that. So I was thinking he's maybe move on but I think he's one of the guys you'd want to try and want to keep because he looks like a bit of player again, to be honest. Yeah, there's no doubt Hadji's got ability. Um, I, I said when he came back last season, he had to write that season off because he was out for a, a 12-month period. Um, so you've got to give him a bit of time. There's no doubt he's got quality. But now he's got a lot of competition in that area. So he might be one of the surprises because he's earned a long-term contract. There'll be a fair bit of money in him. Um, so... That's one of the ones that it could be a possibility if somebody comes in with a, a decent offer because that's the model that Rangers are running now. Sure. They, they get young players who um, go and do the business and then if a good offer comes in, everybody's got a price, a certain price, and if somebody matches that, he could be one of the ones that could be going. So your report card, Barry, so far, pre-season is Rangers looking good, but it's pre-season. Yeah, but I, what the thing I've been impressed with is how early the business has been yeah. done. I, th- I thought, I said... At the end of the season, Paul, it was so important that they knew that we were going for, they knew what type of players, what type of characters, and it's clear that Michael Beale identified that. As soon as the January window uh, closed, he was bang on it, going away, meeting players, identifying players who are going to make Rangers stronger. But the proof will be in the pudding when the season starts, Paul, for sure. when the, the pressure's on, because George will agree with me, Rangers have to win trophies this season. George, the final word? What what's a victory for you this season? Does it got to be the title, or would a cup suffice? I, I don't think a cup would date this year. I think that's what Barry was saying. I mean, we've got our work done real early, and that doesn't mean we've brought in great players. Our boys just got to do the um, do the job for us. A bit character. I think it takes a big character to play with uh, any two Glasgow teams. That honestly did. I think well, we have got to win the league this year. We really have got to win the league this year. I think we've been, the board's done well and gone all out and get the players Michael Beale wanted. And he was speaking about Kolak and that there. Steve Michael Beale didn't fans him. But they didn't fans him. It's as simple as that. We've just got to back the manager. Yeah. And if he's bringing these guys in, we're getting them 
all the tools to play with. Um, I think he's building a decent enough team. It's pre-season, it's hard to go with, but I'm quite excited about it, to be honest, Paul. I'm not getting over-excited, no. but it's uh, just a good feeling again. Barry's buzzing, looking forward to it. And Celtic, I, you expect I've got more signings? With you, George, it's, yeah? uh, the most important trophy is the league title. And Rangers need to wrestle that back off Celtic. That, that's it. That's your, your first meeting of pre-season. That's your bread and butter, the league title. And that's what you'd be telling the players if you were if you were the Rangers manager. You'd say, right, it's the title that, no, but this I, I, season. I'd be shocked yep. if the players are not talking about it. Yep. You have one conversation. Yep. That's at the start of sure. the first day of pre-season. We need to win the title, and they know how important it is. But George mentioned another good thing there. He has been given the tools. He spent a bit of money on Dessers, Lammers, Danilo, Sima. Yeah, Sima as well. There's yep. another player who um, again looks if he's going to be a, a decent player. And what I like about some of these players, Paul, is they've not got a set position. They can play in mm. two and three different positions, and I think that's important when you bring players in that they can adapt to different formations and different positions on the pitch. George, do you remember Trevor Francis? A bit, a bit before my time. Be fair. Obviously, I've watched a lot of these clips and things like that. Yeah. So I've actually. Um, for a very sad day it's a sad yeah. day when any of you arranged to be fair indeed listen George thanks very much for calling we look forward to speaking to you soon cheers thank you good boy cheers, cheers George. George yep indeed Trevor Francis and tomorrow's the funeral of Craig Brown the former Scotland manager so that's tomorrow down in air and there'll be a lot of people there paying tribute yeah, be to the legend be hundreds yeah. um, no, no doubt about it listen I owe him a lot he gave me my opportunity at a young mm. young age um, when it was really hard to break into that Scotland team. There was a lot of experience in that, that area. So, yeah, that was a, a sad day. I bumped into him a number of times, Paul, over the years. And, um, always me. great chat, didn't he? he yeah, was, yeah, and he was always bubbly and yeah. so positive. Um, so, yeah, I'm sure he'll get a fantastic send-off tomorrow. Well, indeed. There's someone uh, who headed south uh, a month or so ago, Ange Postacoglu. What's going to happen with Harry Kane? One year left... There's only really well, I, the I'm Germans. sure Posta Coglu yeah. will want it sorted out because mm-hmm. it's every day you're you're reading about it or watching. Like he said um, that on Friday, basically. Yeah, but time. I'm yeah. sure he he wants. Listen, you either are going to remain here and focus, or they need to cash in because um, if it becomes available, he's another player that uh, I'm sure, sure the, the the best teams in Europe will will be be after Harry Kane um, in the Middle East maybe as well yep, although so apparently been, didn't want to go there yep so it'll be interesting to see how that, that pans out but I'm uh, sure Postacoglu I want it a, a, a line drawn under it whether he's going to stay or whether he's going to go and what about Saha at Crystal Palace wouldn't normally talk about that but isn't that strange he's off to Turkey yeah I'd be surprised look Galatasaray are a, a massive club Paul um, I've played against them a few times brilliant new stadium I actually played Could at the old stadium there? Could you have gone yeah, to Turkey? Yeah, I had um, had a good chat with Galatasaray around about 2011, 12. Um, so I had an opportunity to a guy. Aye, was, of course, yeah. was on the coaching yeah. staff there. Um, but yeah, but that's a surprise. I thought he would have... Um, there was talk about PSG and right. other yeah. big clubs in Serie A and, and obviously La Liga. Um, so I was surprised to see that he'd um, chosen to go to Turkey. At the weekend, too many games to mention from the lower leagues, but Motherwell beating Queen's Park 1-0, so that was quite tight. Uh, Dundee losing to Airdrie in the Via Play Cup. Uh, and Dundee United, though, getting a win. And my goodness, they needed yeah, it. they needed yeah. it after two defeats. Um, 
That's all you want to do and certainly you, you start the competitive games, Paul. You need to get that victory as quick as possible. Um, so, yep, Jim had two tough results. Um, listen, I know people are going to say it's only Peter Head, they're in League 2, but listen, it's all about getting that first victory and then you start to build a bit of confidence from there. One of your favourite places, the Blue Tune, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, that took me off track there. I was going to mention Kilmarnock winning against Dunfermline. Um Mark Guidi will be with us tomorrow night. I was going to go somewhere else then. So the headlines today, uh, Celtic have got the two South Korean players in and look out for Navroki, the Polish-German-born player who will be coming soon. And Rangers are going to play Servette or Genk in the Champions League qualifiers. The talking will be over soon, Barry. It's been, in some ways, a long close season. You know, we haven't had a... Yeah, it has, it has been long, but now starting to get excited. Um from a Rangers point of view, they know how important it is to, to, to win trophies and then obviously a number of signings coming in. Um, they look to me if they're settled pretty quickly and then the other side with Celtic with Brendan Ro- Postacoglu, sorry, leaving. Brendan Rodgers coming back um, and see what type, of, or, or what type of football he's going to play. He's not going to play the same way as Postacoglu. He's going to make a few adjustments and then plus I think you're going to see another um, three or four players coming in for Celtic so I'm looking forward to it um, it's tough during close season you miss the football yeah. it's okay for two or three weeks yeah. but you but, miss it but we enjoy the air it's coming and going yep. speaking to Bill yesterday in Bothwell and also David and they said that's a great idea you're on from five o'clock we're on five every night from now until well that's nearly three years Barry can you believe it four no we're going into a fourth I season I we're going into that means three years yeah, yeah no, we're going into a fourth I like that sounds better <laughs> like it yeah it flies in but listen, listen um, I enjoy it uh, you get challenged as well which I like yep. Paul mm-hmm. um, so yep it's uh, how time flies great to have you back thanks Barry tomorrow night Mark Guidi will be here at five see you soon cheers the Go Radio Football Show the countdown to the new season is underway let's go